Good morning. It is Wednesday, May 27th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in Scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. This is our last week in Philippians. To celebrate, B&H Publishing and Holman Reference are helping us out and sponsoring a contest to win the Christ-centered exposition commentary on Philippians. We are giving away multiple copies, so here's how you can win. Like our contest post on Instagram and Facebook, and tag your friends who you think might like our podcast and ministry. For each friend you tag, you'll get one entry into our drawing. The contest will run all week, and Saturday morning at 10 o'clock Eastern, we will announce our winners on Instagram and Facebook. I've said a lot about this commentary, and I just think it is wonderful that Holman Reference and B&H Publishing wanted to be a part of this giveaway. Well, let me read our final verses in Philippians and pray, and then we're going to dive into it. This is Philippians chapter 4, verses 21, 22, and 23. Greet every saint in Christ Jesus. The brothers who are all with me greet you. All the saints greet you, especially those in Caesar's household. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Let's pray. Lord, guide us. We've come now to the last three verses of Philippians. We are and we have felt the weight of this book upon us. Like only your word can do, each day we have felt your Holy Spirit work within us, and we ask you to do it again to us today. Please, Lord, make your word plain. Amen. Well, brothers and sisters, here we are. We've made it to the end of Philippians, and in today's passage, Paul closes out his letter. If you have a much better memory than I do, you might notice that Paul closes the letter the same way he opens the letter, with a greeting to all the saints, and with a blessing of grace. Let's examine both of these. We've seen throughout this book that when Paul repeats something, it's worth a second glance. First, He greets all the saints and all the brothers. Paul, even in isolation of a prison cell, remains in community with his church brothers and sisters. For Paul, the Christian life isn't meant to be lived in isolation. It's meant to be lived in community with other believers. I don't think that Paul is simply upholding the standard of church attendance. I think he's talking about something much more than that. Look at how he's interacted throughout this book with specific believers using their names even. He knew their issues, like Euodia and Syntyche. They knew his financial hardship, like with Epaphroditus. He knew their spiritual needs and sought to meet them by sending them Timothy. In other letters, Paul defends this even more, but in Philippians, there's a strong case to be made for intimate, transparent relationships between fellow believers. They know personal details about Paul, and Paul knows intimate details about them. I think this is a hard thing to do. We naturally want to guard ourselves, guard our shortcomings, guard our failures. We want to hold tight to what is burdening us. But Paul doesn't come down on Yodia and Syntyche. He speaks truth and love into their lives and redirects them towards Christ. Friends, let's follow the examples of Philippians on this one. Second, Paul starts and ends with a blessing of grace. 
To expound on this point, I'm going to quote straight from the Christ-centered exposition commentary on Philippians because they just nail it. Here's what the authors write. This remarkable letter is saturated with grace. From God's promise of completing what he started in chapter 1 verse 6 to the promise we have of being with Christ in chapter 1 verse 23 to the stunning self-emptying of Christ in chapter 2 verse 7 to the imputed righteousness of Christ on believing sinners in chapter 3 verse 9 to the fact that we have a heavenly citizenship in chapter 3 verse 20 to the Father who hears our prayers and give us peace in chapter 4 verses 6 and 7 of a Father who supplies all our needs in chapter 4 verse 19 we need to know this grace more we need relationships oiled in grace and we indeed should praise God for his grace and favor that brings us great joy let us advance the gospel of grace faithfully and courageously as we close today let's reflect and meditate on those two things throughout our day and let the Spirit of God penetrate our hearts as we pray and as we close we will pray through Psalm 57 let's pray father in heaven be merciful to us be merciful to us for when we need a place to seek shelter it is in you that our souls take refuge underneath the shadow of your wings we will find rest and find our refuge until all the storms of destruction pass by we cry out to you to the most high god to you who is always fulfilling your purposes for us those purposes cannot be thwarted and you will send from heaven even to save us lord there will be those who seek to put you to shame and to stop you and to shame me but god you will be the one who shame those who seek wickedness you will send your steadfast love and your faithfulness to us even while we are in the midst of lions and lie down with fiery beasts you will be exalted O god above the heavens father let your glory be over all the earth our hearts are steadfast O god our hearts are steadfast we will sing and make many melodies to you and awake the dawn with our singing be exalted O god above the heavens and let your glory be over all the earth amen go in peace i will see you tomorrow <laughs>